This episode of the YN Crew podcast is brought to you by Times Cineplex. Hey there, welcome back everyone to yet another episode of the Wine Crew Podcast. This week we'll be giving you a review of Gemini Man, which has hit local Brunei and cinemas. But first, it's my co-host, it's Tibby. Yo, what's up? What's up? Uh, nothing much. Had my first ever facial today. Whoa. In my life. And how did that go? Not as painful as I thought it would be. <laughs> I told you this last night. But it was still a bit painful. Okay. But you were man enough to... Who? Yeah, just, you know, fist Poetry. up. We are like, it's okay. And clinch. <laughs> did, did you say to yourself before you went in, I can do this? <laughs> yes. You got this. You got, got this. this. You got this. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. All right. Up next, uh, he's back after a very long hiatus. It's Zainal. What's up, bro? Yo, buddy. What's up? I'm good. I'm good. How's your Sunday? Uh, so far, it's good. Uh, we had a one meeting. Had a, I did laundry. Overall, a very productive Sunday. Not bad. Yeah. I had work. I was at work for like five hours today. Man, and you're making me work. feel bad for having a good day. <laughs> this is kind of like work also. This is so. kind of like work. But there's a fun element to this, which, yes. which, which helps. <laughs> anyway, as I mentioned, <laughs> as I mentioned today, we'll be giving you a review of Gemini Man. We watched this movie last night and I just have to say up top, wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not the good kind. Not the good, oh, not the good uh, kind. But let's get to the news this week. Let's start off with some trailers. There was a trailer that came out for a movie called The Turning, which is an upcoming horror movie starring Mackenzie Davis. Uh, Mm -hmm. She's going to be the new Terminator in Terminator Dark Fate. And Finn Wolfhard of, you know, like, It Chapter 1 and 2 fame. He's in this movie as well. And Stranger Things, right? Yes, Stranger Things. This movie, the, the trailer looked really creepy. Uh, not gonna watch it. No, <laughs> Wait, it's so creepy. The the creepiness factor. Yeah. it's like you don't want to watch it. Yeah, like but, but I've, because TB has a quota of horror movies. Of for horror year. movies for horror e- movies. for for the year. Yes. and you've reached, reached them up. <laughs> what was the last one you watched? It, it. chapter two. Each step, and you were freaked out. No, yeah, that's that's enough creep <laughs> for the year. It, it's whether or not he was creeped out. It's the quota. Quota <laughs> <laughs> has been reached. It's, it, it's like dinner. You have one. That's it. You don't have. Was it a good dinner? Oh, that's irrelevant. I had it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, so anyway, back to the movie. The turning. Uh, very, very creepy. Apparently, there are two, uh, orphan kids, and they're living with like family. And then she's like the new nanny. And then there's this part of the house which is a big mansion that she's not supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and then there's all these creepy things that happens. Uh, I mean, TB, I know you're not a big fan of these kind of movies, but what did you think? It looked like. It was. It would be a good horror movie, but I don't know. I have been deceived before. You mean you you thought it was going to be good, and then it was yeah, great. like it chapter two. Yeah, I mean it wasn't bad, but it's not as good as I anticipated it would be. Yeah, I was I was looking forward to it chapter two, and it uh, it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. No, it was not. No. All right. Mm. Up next, we also got a trailer this week. Uh, the second trailer for a movie from Pixar. Their next animated feature called Onward, which stars the vocal talents of Spider-Man and Star-Lord. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Yes, one. this one I will watch. You will watch it. <laughs> you don't have a quota for no. animation? No. no. <laughs> It'd be weird if he had a quota for animation yeah. movies. Three. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. That's it. Three. <laughs> Shouldn't have seen this one. 
So this movie uh, stars the voice talents of Chris Pratt and, of course, uh, Tom Holland. Uh, they play brothers who sadly lost their father many, many years ago. And we get a bit more of the plot in this trailer, which is it's 16 years or he's 16 years old. And the mom goes, oh, by the way, I have something from your dad. He said to give this to you and the both of you are 16 and above. And apparently it's a magical wand that will bring back their father for one day uh, during their birthday. And then they try this thing and... It's only the father's legs, and there's a quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we're I... really into this. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, at this point of our life, me and TB are really into questing <laughs> and elves. Yes, uh, so this is something that is pushing our buttons in the right way. And they're trying to get me into this, so <laughs> I, I have yet to decide whether I will join you tomorrow. Join us. I'm not <laughs> still trying. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> You're neutral, about yeah. it. <laughs> because TB knows. How little patience I have. <laughs> Attention spans very little. <laughs> very little. I would not recommend you to come tomorrow's session, but maybe one day. All right. Okay. Uh, the last trailer that we're going to talk about this week is the trailer for Charlie's Angels. Uh, I think this is the third trailer that we got. So after this, it's the movie. It's coming out in the middle of November. I don't know. The second trailer looked better than this third trailer. It was just more kicks and spins and check us out and girl power i'm not putting that movement down i'm just saying this does not accurately represent that movement <laughs> or empowerment at all yeah feel them i don't know like i i'm hoping for a reboot where it's charlie's angel but they're all guys <laughs> and it has not happened so far uh, so i'm because they do this for 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 women right <laughs> yeah they did it for ghostbusters yeah. So why not flip it around? I don't know whether we'll get into trouble saying this because I'm not, again, like Kevin, not putting the movement down. <laughs> but, you know, try something new. Charlize's Devils. Yeah, or yeah. like Charlize as in Charlize Theron. Charlize Angel. So Charlize is, the boss yeah. is a lady. And then just three dudes <laughs> who are out of shape, who are not handsome at all. I, I would Seth Rogen. You should write this. Yeah, we should. I should write it. You should write this. We're writing it. This uh, version of Charlie's Angels is written and directed by Elizabeth Banks. It stars, of course, Kristen Stewart, uh, yeah. Ella Belinska, Naomi Scott of Aladdin fame, mm -hmm. Sir Patrick Stewart's in this movie, Jaimon Honsu, Jonathan Tucker, Nat Faxion, and a whole slew of other people in this. Um, I mean, it's, it looks like it's just a flashy thing. And I don't know. This is like... Uh, are they trying to put some intellect into something that is a Fast and Furious movie? Oh, okay. I don't know. I feel is it like... is it grittier? Like it seems. No, no it's no. it's too polished. It's oh. it's a very polished movie. <laughs> I feel like if you're not an actual fan of the actors or actress, you wouldn't go and see this. Go, like, yeah, yeah. I I got that feeling, especially from the third trilogy. If I'm about. watching this, it's probably for Naomi Scott. Hmm. Because okay. of Pink Ranger. Sure. You have a thing for the Pink uh, Ranger. Okay. And it's been a while since we've had a Power Rangers reference, but, <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Oh, welcome back, TV. <laughs> welcome back, TV. Uh, we also got a poster. We know that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in a Dr. Doolittle movie where he will be linking back up with Tom Holland, who will voice one of these animals. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr. is playing Dr. Doolittle. So, oh. I mean... <laughs> Just... Dr. Doolittle or not any other family members? So no, that's the... Well, that's oh, that's okay. Nadi Professor. You know, oh, okay. Right? Dr. Doolittle is the one where Eddie Murphy could talk to animals. And this is a reboot, a reboot. of sorts. Yeah. 
Alright, yeah. I'll you, watch this. Will you watch it? Yeah. Yeah, I miss I miss Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. Yep. He was apparently rumored to have a cameo in an upcoming Black Widow movie, but that's a whole different story. Oh. Yeah. I'm not keen on that. <laughs> right. I'm not keen on the fact that he's coming back to the but, but this is a prequel. I know, but okay. <laughs> sure. It's not like they revived him back to life. Are they gonna use this technology where they'll make him look young? And we know how we feel about this. After watching Gemini Man. <laughs> okay. Later. Later. Yep. Wow. That's all I can say. <laughs> Did we like the John Wick franchise? We've had three I Oh, yeah. We loved it. We I loved, loved it. it. I, I, I thought the third movie was, was good, but not as good as obviously the first. The yes. first was the most grittiest. And yes. That's where the story started off. Oh, I love it. Okay. There is going to be <clears throat> a female-led John Wick spinoff, and it's going to be called Ballerina. <laughs> and it's hey, you remember oh, it's a bit the Russian yeah thing. you remember in the third movie uh-huh. where he he went back with the little medallion and he went like you know I need passage your family like you something. owe me or whatever yeah. and uh-huh. it was all a ballerina because th- apparently uh, that's yeah. like the school that they go through uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a very um a black widow kind of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. kind of school kind of yep. thing where you're an assassin and to fit into the whole assassin thing you have to learn grace and strength and whatnot yep. yeah, being, yeah, by yeah, being yeah. a ballerina so this is a spin-off from the John Wick franchise. Nice. I like it's that. called Ballerina. Um, do we do, know who's in it? Do we need it? Ah, I kind of want it. I want it. I want more... John Wick. Stuff. I want more John Wick universe with the whole like assassins um, code. They've got their own underworld. Uh, their own hotel. It's so good. Their own doctor. Mm. Yeah, they, I, I love it. They've got like a payment system where it's all like cash gold gold coins and yeah whatnot. and they've got like contracts it goes like contract is uh it's live in three two one I'm, i am so fascinated with this world mm-hmm. and i want to see more of it cool we have no cast details yet although it has landed its uh, director and it's a female director for this female spin-off of this franchise so you know good for them uh let's move on to this which is that jared leto apparently was upset with the Joker movie. Oh. Oh, move on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is he no longer a Joker in that particular... It's unclear at this point. There were rumors that maybe he would make an appearance for the upcoming Harley Quinn movie. And then there was also rumor that he might also appear in the next Suicide Squad movie, which is directed by uh, James Gunn. Yes. And I don't know, like... It's very muddled and very not sure at this point as to where he stands in this universe, whether he's still playing the character or not. Because we just had a movie, which we saw last week, which is Joker. And it's a whole different take on the genre. It's not even... Okay, I've had a couple of arguments this week. Well, not arguments, but, you know, spats. He did discussions. He did discussions with people who say that it's the best comic book movie ever. And my answer to that was, it's not a comic... There were elements of that, but this is not the story of how he became a criminal mastermind. It's a man losing his mind. And that's it. And speaking of that, Jared Leto is now losing his mind. <laughs> He's not happy with Todd Phillips and the direction that Todd Phillips put the uh, the Joker train on. Uh, should he is just it, should he just go? I is mean, he is he more annoyed that he doesn't get to play it, or he can't he doesn't play an origin? Movie of Joker. I think it's more along the lines of he feels that he's established a certain type of Joker in that one Suicide Squad movie that he was in. And then all of a sudden you have another version of this character and he's probably going, but that's not the version that I made. Like, what are you doing? 
Yeah. Well, there's so many versions of Spider-Man, so. <laughs> yeah, like, but but that was a clear cut of like, okay, you are no longer Spider-Man. It is now Tom Holland. No, there's the there's the animated version, and then there's Tom Holland. That is true. Ah, oh, yeah, the current one. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, but it's different yeah. ages, and they they explain it through through different multiverses. multiverses and whatnot. And Speaking stuff. of the multiverse, which is the Spider Verse, there was you know of course Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which is like a great movie all around. Everyone loved it. I love it. I watched a YouTube video today, and I was surprised that I didn't pick up on this. But the Peter Parker that comes from Earth six one six or whatever it was, like our universe, the old washed up uh, yeah, Spider Man, the chubby one. He is drawn into the movie at 24 frames per second. And oh. Miles Morales' character, when he's still, still that awkward teenager and he just got his powers, he's running at 12 frames per second. And as the movie progresses, as a form of showing how he has progressed, by the time he gets to the end of it and he controls his powers and he becomes the Miles Morales Spider-Man, he's also running at 24 frames per second. And I went... That is amazing, <laughs> but you you wouldn't be able to tell that while watching. That. Actually, you you can because because now that it's I smoother. now that I saw it, I'm like, yeah, no wonder he was so jaggedy uh, for the first half of the movie. Yeah, okay. before he finally realized his full is this powers on purpose or it's they, on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was it was on purpose. <laughs> some guy was like, ah, let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm I'm under I'm under pressure. I, right. I I can't like you know I can't draw 24 frames for one second. <laughs> I'm just doing 12. Deal with it. How about how about when when they had the Peter Parker in his universe that died the, when he was moving around was it 24 frames? I'll have to check on that mm. yeah I'll, I'll have to see but apparently the, the how many frames per second he got was all dependent on how, how good he was yeah, so as it, a Spider-Man it's like yeah. a subconscious way of showing that this person's not that like steady he still just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh. alright so that's interesting let's move on to this franchise which is Terminator we saw the trailer last oh, night yes. I love it I'm a big Terminator fan as you can tell by some of the things in this room uh, the official <laughs> runtime for this movie has been revealed and it is a long one at 128 minutes which is about 2 hours and, and 8 t- minutes, eight minutes yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's right right bang on for a Terminator movie mm. Can't wait for it. It can't be too long because then I'll you know you you'll get bored if the movie drags on. Mm. It's it's nice. Ninety minutes movies are generally not not that important. True, they're probably like rom coms. Ninety <laughs> yeah, minutes. That's like, ninety like, minutes movies. One hundred twenty minutes. Like this is this is something serious. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> t- t- tipping over two hours. <laughs> Drink your coffee. <laughs> Make your coffee. Yeah, yeah. But coffee makes you go to the bathroom. I tend I tend not to want to know. How long movies uh, is yeah. gonna be? Like I want to go in because as soon as I know how long the movie is gonna be, I know uh, where to look for the midpoint. Yes, and I'm very conscious of that. And when I it's like, oh, is it book? Oh, okay, now everything's moving really smoothly. It's about to happen. The midpoint is coming up, and there we go. And you're very right because we got news before we went into Avengers Endgame that it was gonna be three hours. Like yep. we knew it was three hours two minutes, and like. I have the Blu-ray now and I watched it, you know, on and off here and there. And you can track the timing like at, at the exact one hour mark, it's the second act. Yeah, yeah, second act. At, and the, the, midpoint, yeah. at the exact two hour mark, it's the third act now. Yeah. Like you can tell like, okay, they, they shifted gears <laughs> because they had to. Yeah, because everyone's following the same <laughs> point. It's okay. Okay, Sorry. but going back to this, like two hours, are, are you up for it? Two hours? Oh, yeah. yeah. I am yeah. up for it. Right. I've done longer movies before. That you don't enjoy, like Avengers. <laughs> that you didn't enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed it, but 
I'm saying I've watched longer movies. Okay. Is movie yeah. length the factor for you? No, uh, it depends on how bad it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it chapter two was like it chapter two, two was two hours, two hours. 40, 40, no, two hours plus, yeah. And then we had Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was just two hours and 45 minutes, and that was just way too long. Yes. <laughs> way too long. <laughs> For the third act to kick in. Yes, that is oh, true. God. All right, so that's news this week on the Wirecrew Podcast. Uh, it's not a bit, not a lot of news. I think it's because it's coming towards the end of the year, and the whole summer blockbuster season is now officially over, which brings us to our review this week of Gemini Man, or should I say, gen- the gentleman who picked up tickets next to me, can I watch Jiminy Man? Jiminy! Jiminy! Jiminy Man! That's the, that's the most fun experience, <laughs> experience that we've had, that I had with this. At the cinema. <laughs> this movie. So, Gemini Man, uh, I'm going to give a, b- a brief description of this movie. It's given away in the trailer. Will Smith uh, <laughs> plays a uh, super assassin slash uh, DIA, DIA agent, and uh, he is uh, the top assassin in the world. He's uh, one of those guys who is, when he's not activated, he's like, you know, living his own little quiet yeah. life. And then he gets a bleep bleep and a file and goes like, kill this person. And we see this in the beginning of the movie. He's the kind of guy that can kill a person on a train. Two kilometers away. Two kilometers away. And the train's going at like 250 kilometers per hour. And he's calculating wind. wind and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So he's a super assassin. But here's the thing. He's getting old and he wants to retire and uh, he's told by his best friend, who's like an ex-army guy, because they were probably in the same platoon, they had yeah, the same tattoo. Yeah. He said, look, the guy you killed on that train was not a terrorist. He was actually a scientist working for our government. So why are you whacking off, uh, you know, people who work in the US? And he goes like, no, no, no. I was told that, you know, he was a yeah, terrorist. And then that's when things... Uh, work against him where the DIA guys go alright we need to shut him down and eliminate him now knows. tie up all the loose ends and they send an assassin to kill him and he very quickly realizes that the assassin is a younger version of himself it's a clone uh, and uh, it's the big bad evil guy played by Clive Owen mm-hmm. who uh, made this clone uh, so that's the gist of the story <laughs> yeah I just realized if the the friend didn't tell him anything about the guy he killed yeah. There was no movie. Yeah, there's no movie. There's no movie. Like, he could have just, you know, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'll just live the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm retired anyways. <laughs> yeah. But because he knows... There's no reason. He was not a threat. That's true. Yeah. As long as he didn't dig or poke and prod, he yeah. would have led a pretty normal retirement. Yeah. yeah. As oh. normal as an assassin could be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, <laughs> let's, let, let's go through this small panel that we have today. Tibby... What did you think of Gemini Man? It's awful. <laughs> I can't. I, this is the first time in a long time I said, I want to get out of this movie cinema. That's true. I, I could hear you sighing in the cinema. And turning, tossing in the air and going like... Because <sighs> it was excruciating. It was excruciating. Uh, for the dialogue, it was just so poorly written and... Corny. The, some of the acting was horrible as well. Like I don't know why they could... They couldn't get <laughs> like the the Russian guy. Yeah, in the in, in that sauna. Yeah, he looks like like you pointed out yesterday yep. was that he's looking down to see the script. Yep, and then looking back up to Will Smith did the same thing. He was talking with his friend, which was shorter than him, but he, he was looking up, like because his eyeline was up, right? Yeah. Ah, I don't. I know. don't understand that. Uh, you want to talk about like the the how he was shot first? Mm. Oh the yeah, whole, I mean like. Yeah, because you had like a huge problem with this, which this looks is like a '90s drama. 
<laughs> no, 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 the fact that uh, the different frames for the, 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 what was that? Okay, so this movie is intended to be a breakthrough in cinema technology because Ang Lee thought it would be a good idea to shoot this movie in 120 frames per second. Now, just for context, movies as we know it for the last, I don't know, maybe 60 years or maybe more than that have all come out at 24 frames per second because they rely on this frame rate for something that they call motion blurring to give that that effect of moving. And 24 frames is the sweet spot. What we got on TV nowadays is about 60 frames, which is why it's you, you, it looks like it's TV because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too smooth. And then yeah. we have this uh, technology that is in all of our TVs now, which is CFI. Like I think it's uh, something frame interpolation where they add like a frame in between. And that's how you get that soap opera, smooth, like smoother than real life movement kind yeah, of thing. Because yeah, yeah. even even your yeah. eyes, when you put your hand in front of your face and move it, like <laughs> yeah, I just tried it and no, hit, just the tried, hit the mic. There's that blur, which is a motion blur, and and that's how you see life, and that's why cinema has always been 24 frames. Now Peter Jackson, when he came up with The Hobbit a couple of years ago, he tried to do, uh, release it in 48 frames yeah, per second, double, double the normal, double of the norm, and it it wasn't very well received. Like ah, we don't like this. It looks yeah. like a. It looks too. It looks TV like yeah. a soap opera. Too smooth. Like yeah. you know, it's, it's like a TV novella, like a Spanish, uh, yeah, a yeah, soap yeah. opera thing, and and here we have Ang Lee who is experimenting at this point with 120 frames because I think it's more intended for 3D. Because he kept saying in the um, in the press junkets, if you watch it in 3D and we're going to show it 120 frames per second, it's like you're there. Yeah, but will it still be the same script though if we watch it? Because <laughs> <laughs> the problem, Ang, wasn't how fast and whether it was there or not. Because if it felt like you were there... We f- would want to leave the movie. Like, I don't want to be sitting next to Will Smith right now. Because th- there are times where they, they made the, they made it into POV. Yeah. You know, during yeah. the chase and some of the fights. And it becomes like a feeling of the POV. But it, this, this is what I don't get some of the writing and some of the action scenes in some of the movies is that they put you in a POV situation. And then instead of being consistent with one person, it's a couple of persons POV. So it's like you're there. Like, no, I can't. I'm not going to fall for the fact like, oh, you, I am now Will Smith character. And now I am the Russian guy's character. Looking <laughs> because th- these actors look into the camera. Yeah, they look. This is so weird. Like, yep. wait, are they? No, I, when I first saw uh, Will Smith looking straight in the camera, I was like, wait, that's a rookie mistake. And then I see, oh no, that's the whole movie. Yeah, all the actors do it. They all yeah. look into the camera. And, and I think that was the intention from the get-go, which was you know to put the technology in front of everything else. And I think that's where we saw the problem, which was the script writing and the, the dialogue. Uh, and, the, the dialogue, and, the exposition of just like, I'm retired. But why though? I've told you many times. And like, oh my god! There were some what? scenes which were like climbing up to a climax and just ended up the next scene of a car drive to somewhere. Some, like, yeah, some cuts. Where? <laughs> some where cuts were awful. Some, some of the dialogue were exposition heavy, like in the middle. 
I don't get the whole concept of just be, the, the one the, that one part where they were at the catacombs downstairs. Yep. When older Will Smith was telling younger Will Smith that we are the same because do you not feel these X Y Z same thing that I experienced? <laughs> yeah. That was so painful. I feel like enough. Younger Will Smith, kick him in the butt. Come on, fight, fight, fight. I felt so uncomfortable with how bad the writing was. And it was so bad that there were there were cues in that movie where I would turn to you and go like, "Yeah, it's this." Because it was you could call it, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know, five minutes away. Uh, okay, for, uh, this is a major spoiler here. If you have intention of watching this movie, we're not saying don't watch it. Like if you want, if you're a Will Smith fan, you're definitely gonna watch this. Don't if, watch. If, if you're um, a fan of these kind of movies, which I guess fits into the Bond franchise kind of, uh, you know, type of movie. You're gonna watch it because it's it's kind of like a spy runaway slash sci-fi a little bit kind of thing. Yeah, you are gonna watch it, but there's this is one bit in the movie where uh, younger Will Smith now has partnered up with older Will Smith and is protecting him, and then we see this other person in like a mask and being sent to Cl- Clive Owen's character. Human, yeah, yeah. Cl- Clive Owen's character just you know does a hand gesture and he he's on the attack. He's on full mode ninja mode. Yeah, and <laughs> I just turned this out now. That's Will Smith 3.0 yeah, right there. This is the, the other Will Smith third one. And, and, and he, then after seven minutes, he reveals, the, takes off the helmet, and voila. <laughs> and we're like, called it. But it was so so bad. Was, and the writing was, is so bad. Like you like you said, they put this technology ahead of... The writing. The writing. And I, I discovered that there were a couple of writers being credited. Yeah, like seven or eight. Eight writers being credited. <laughs> There's for the too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, and what's what's crazy is that not, some of these writers have not worked on this genre ever before. Yep. There's like a guy who wrote comedies. There's another There's guy, who, guy wrote, who writes animations. animations. Yep, yep. Kids, mo- a, kids movies basically. There's the the guy who writes uh, famous for writing Game of Thrones. Yep. David. I don't remember his name. I can't yeah. remember. And he's also famous for writing Game of Thrones the last season. <laughs> so he's attached to this. Wait, this is the guy that's moved on to write Star Wars now, yes. right? Oh, dear. So a bunch <laughs> of them who have never written what is essentially could have been a cool sci-fi uh, espionage. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like one guy who writes comedy, the other guy who writes... None of them does action. Except Ang Lee, who's kind of like... Yeah, you guys remember Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, right? I I did that. It's okay. Trust me. No, Ang. <laughs> no. <sighs> wow. Ah, uh, okay. No, what was the last good Will Smith movie? <laughs> last, last good Will Smith movie? Wow. wow. I am legend. That's Dante. Aladdin? Yeah, okay. Fine, okay, fine. Aladdin. Okay, Aladdin. Aladdin is something that is okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad, but... Fine. <laughs> this is just I don't know. This, this one where he was with the son after Earth. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. That was that was very I think bad. this is worse. This is worse. This is worse. This is worse. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the technology. The de aging technology didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not de aging per se. It's more of like this younger Will Smith, uh, as they've been saying in all the press junkets, is a hundred is the first ever one hundred percent CG character on screen. Meaning that it's not Will Smith and they're painting his face and tightening up the face uh, like what they do for the Marvel movies. It's Will Smith in a room in like a leotard suit with dots on his face and a camera looking at him. And they're measuring all the points that move on his face as he says these lines and his eyes. 
and then they map it onto a digital person. So uh. he's actually moving and playing the younger Will Smith just okay. through a computer. And then they they do they take like old stuff from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. To like have a have like a like a reference, template, yeah, reference like a template. reference okay. like a, this is how he would look. 20 years ago during Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and I brought this up last night because there's this one scene where uh, young Will Smith is crying and I looked at the face and I'm like, that's the same face that we got in that episode uh, of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where he's crying to his Uncle Phil. Yeah, yeah. It's and about I'm the like, dad scene. Like, that, is, that is the exact same face down yeah. to like the watery eyes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, don't don't know, I don't know. I don't know. It in, in the dark, convincing. it looks um, yeah, yeah. Convincing, convincing and uh, like uh, high speed and kind of like during the action stuff, like, woo, yeah, it does. And then there was some, the last one, especially. The, the college. In the college scene, where it's just broad daylight, they're walking next to each other. And I remember thinking, just end it. Please just end this atrociousness. This is so painful. Why are you guys dragging it out? And then they have a dialogue. They're trying to be chummy with each other, kind of thing. I'm like, no, no, this is so painful. <laughs> This, it's so it's so that was in like weird. full full daylight like in the sun kind of thing and that's when the face uh of younger will smith looks like it's melting broke down <laughs> <laughs> like it just broke down like, like it's whoa. melting <laughs> like what happened like it just ended like the the convincingness of that we got throughout the whole movie even coming up there were even scenes where there was like a flame off camera yeah and and his face you know had like the reflections of that that fire mm. and there was even that scene where older Will Smith points a gun at his face and there's a flashlight uh-huh. on his face and you still go it looks it, that's Will Smith that's really good and there was uh, in the same scene a minute after yep. that they were tussling with each other and then face to face next to each other Yep, and it was like okay that's 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 good that's nice Yeah, so you got the older Will Smith uh, and youngest Will Smith next to each other some of these action scenes, now that I'm pointing it out, don't make sense. You've seen that three or four times, there's a sudden slow motion. I'm like, what is, why is For no happening? reason. For no reason. Because it's it's a Chinese director thing. I mean, jo- John Woo uh, has affected, I guess, Ang Lee? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was coming at the wrong no, the wrong, and, the wrong bits. It's the weirdest part. Is something gonna happen? No, it's just like <laughs> them throwing each other onto the ground, which is not like a high emotional tension part. I, I don't know, man. This is such a horrible movie. <laughs> I feel like they should use more younger directors nowadays because most of the like old school, like they used to be great. The movies that they've been churning out right now is like. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, are you still you're ruining your own name. Like, I mean, <laughs> if you say uh, directors like Ridley Scott, yeah, with the Alien franchise, like give it up, like pass pass it on to someone else to do another Alien movie. Yeah. Like your your time is done. Yeah. Just Move be a producer. producing. Yeah, go exactly. to producing. Produce it. Go. Which is what James Cameron is doing now. Yeah. He's yeah. producing. He's giving it to Tim Miller, which I think you know it's will a do move. a good job because yeah. he he brought us Deadpool. Yep. Okay. Um. Let's talk about the one. Scene or sequence in this movie that I thought was okay. The bike scene. The bike chase. The bike chasing scene, scene which was good. out on the trailer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was out on the trailer, 
but it still looked okay except for maybe the last bit where he was boxing younger Will Smith was boxing using the bike and I'm like he was just doing a like like a 360 a and then yeah. like he did a, a stoppy and then he did a wheelie and then he would hit yeah. the older Will Smith and he hits them right yep and like if you get hit by a bike at that those this is a heavy bike <laughs> yeah. and he seems okay yeah I mean, he's the best assassin in the world, so... Yeah, but it doesn't mean he's... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, there were certain parts of that scene where it, it the physics look wrong. <laughs> like, you can't spin that quick and you can't bounce that. Never mind. doesn't matter. Uh, I'm just being nitpicky. Let's uh, finish off this review and do our ratings. Let's start off with Tibby. What do you give Jiminy Men? Two Will Smiths. Two Will Smiths out, out of, of ten. ten. Oh. That is the lowest score that we've ever gotten... Uh, besides Transformers <laughs> 5. Zainal. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll, I'll give it a two, uh, two Geminis <laughs> out of ten. Two Geminis out of ten. Oh, that's oh. also really bad. I'm going to give this movie slightly higher, three and a half. Uh, oh, but that's not saying a lot. It's three and a half so motorbikes out of ten. <laughs> uh, this is a... I, I honestly don't know what happened with this movie. I mean... If a script had been bouncing around Hollywood for the last 20 years, and this script has, has. I mean, it's been passed on to so many different potential directors, and there were different A-listers who came on and said, no, no, I want to make this movie. And then they probably got some pushback to say, no, nah, we can't do it, because, you know, you're, either you're not old enough, or the technology is not good enough, so we have to wait. Apparently, they thought 2019 was the year to do it, but this movie took two years to make. This movie started production in 2017. They should have just stopped at the trailer. <laughs> the trailer was good. Uh, that's it. It's still showing here in local cinemas. Uh, but whether or not we uh, recommend to watch it, we'll leave that to you. Like I mentioned, if you're a Will Smith fan, go and watch it. If not, then... Um, don't. Maybe this- <laughs> don't. Don't. There's don't, other- don't. Save your money for more uh, better What's movies coming out next week? Maleficent? Is that Mal- coming out? Well, yeah. You have to watch it. I have to watch it. <laughs> Maleficent. You have to watch it. I promise someone I have to watch it because I watched <laughs> Germany Man without that person. Tell her it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it wasn't worth watching I got, I got cheated. <laughs> <laughs> this deal is not great. When is Maleficent? Two weeks time? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll watch that. Terminator is coming out at the end of uh, this month, uh, early November. So, right. you know, we've we, we got a good month ahead of us. Anyway, so that's the review this week uh, of Gemini Man. Uh, do catch it if you want to. We're not saying watch it. We're not saying don't watch it. But we'll leave it up to you. Which brings us to our next bit of the show, which is called... Oi, apa lihat-lihat? Apa lihat-lihat? Hoi, kan semua kan? Apa lihat-lihat? Apa lihat-lihat? Eh, lekuas mi kuah. Yep, it's Apaleliat and it's what else we've been watching besides Gemini Man. Let's start off with TB Apaleliat. I'm still uh, watching The Ranch. I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. But uh, apart from that, I've been watching Restoration of Old Items on YouTube. (laughs) Like 100 year old key key lock, like keypads. You know what this is? What? This means that you've finally passed the old man threshold. Oh, do you mean the old man threshold? There's, yeah. a, point, there's a point in time uh, in my life where I'm like, I don't care, whatever, whatever. And then you find this um, these videos on YouTube or wherever it is you find them. And then you go, actually, this is really interesting. And I live, I live with a 24-year-old lady who's my sister. Mm. 
She has no interest in any of this. Oh, yeah, wait until she sees this old junk of a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Being Which was restored. All rust. <laughs> this guy restored it to pristine condition. I don't know how to tell you this, man, but welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This is an old, like, old person thing. It is. It really is. I never <laughs> used to watch, uh, like, I would pass by and then my mom and my dad would be watching antique TV shows. And then there's like restoration uh, type of video, uh, TV shows. And I'm like, what? How is this interesting? And then a couple of weeks ago, I sat down and I'm like, whoa, this is fascinating. Riveting television. <laughs> once, once, you, once you're in your 30s, <laughs> as a guy, when you start to want to watch these kind of things, you, you know. You know. <laughs> I'm, it's time. I'm getting there. I also watched this uh, guy who collects um, old military rations. Ah. From 80 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he try, opens and, he and tries, tries it. <laughs> if it looks like it's edible, he tries them. Oh. Yeah. He'll eat it and then he'll say like, yeah, this is this is good. This still this still holds up 40 years after. Like, yeah. That's great. What? This one, and then there's some of the, oh, it's no. everything. Uh. And, then, and then all the comments are like, yeah, because it's 80 years old. <laughs> From World War One. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Share the uh, the, yeah, the okay. channel with me. Mm. Uh, Zainal, what uh, I had I had unlimited uh, internet um, last week when I was in Singapore, when I was staying up in the hotel. And I managed to binge quite a few of uh, Netflix uh, series, um, including Archer. Oh. Which is uh, I didn't I didn't think I would be such a good uh, big fan of it, and then I binged nine season. Oh, you started season one. Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Personally, I'm a big fan of Archer, but I think that it's it lost its way like at season six or five when or six. When he went into uh, coma. Yes. Was, uh, that, was that it? No, it, it was the season after he became a pirate. Oh yeah, okay. And okay. then after that, it was like, okay, what is going on now? Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, it's a 1920s thing, and then yep. now it's a future thing. I'm like, yep, okay, fine. Yep. You're, you're theming up yeah, the yeah, seasons. Yeah. I get it, but it it's not in a continuity anymore. No, not anymore. Ah, so it just okay. becomes a, and then now it's it's a space thing now. Space thing. His mother is like a bionic light thing. Yep. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, I can't watch this. You can't. No. Then not, you don't mind me spoiling at the end. Go ahead. Like you know, uh, I'm fine. Uh, the final episode, like the final. 30 seconds, he wakes up from coma. Ah, so it's all in his head. Yeah. Okay, cool. And now I'm okay with that because now moving forward, it'll be back to where he's supposed to be. So I'm This okay. is Archer. Archer. Yep. I tried watching it. One episode, I can't. The first episode? Yeah. That was like one, <laughs> the best episode. I don't know. And there's like shock therapy. <laughs> there's, something, there's something about me that cannot watch a cartoon that's made Human. for an adult. Huh? Ah, Okay. Matter what? Like, you can't watch an animation which is adult-themed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the, the worst I could only watch is, like, Futurama. Oh, that is that is still, like, PG stuff. Yeah, like, that's... Because this... it's not right now. It, and then they don't look like human. They're, like... What yeah. They're, they're, aliens and stuff. Yeah. But if it's too humanoid... Uh, too humans... Too much of a human thing... Because it's cartoons made for... Kids. Supposed to be. Yeah, like... and it's like, there's something wrong with this. <laughs> well, that's in your mind. Yeah, it's my head. It's my head. So I, I, it's, I, it's me. I, I love Archer. I'm like, yeah, the, yeah. the first five seasons for me was solid. Um, and then it's, it dropped down. And, and it really shows, uh, some of the episodes show that 
the creators and the writers really do work at the scripts because there's that season where he becomes a pirate mm. and it's Malaysian pirates. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they come in and they speak Malay. Malay. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Saya Raja Lanon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. Malay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really fun. Uh, um, what else did you manage to catch? I, another animation, Disenchantment. Not oh um the Matt Matt Groening Matt Groening yeah yeah so uh the guy who wrote uh Simpsons and Futurama who created them he had a one season with Netflix Disenchanted and it's like a C- Simpsons character looking people in medieval uh, yeah medieval elves enchanted magic be interested in watching that um, it's adult theme. But no. they they don't look like humans. Yeah, they do. Well, they look like the, the yeah, Simpsons. Like Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simpsons. So that's okay. Okay. They're yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the season two dropped, and I binge watched that as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You went through a lot. Yeah, and then uh, because I was there, I was in Singapore for taping, but we didn't. They didn't need us on set, but a lot of the time, and we were filming in the hotel that we were staying. So it's just downstairs. Yeah, so I was like, how long to my next uh, four hours? All right, I'm going to go to my room. And then binge a couple more episodes. You know that you could just download it to your phone. And be like, on set while doing that? Oh, I'll just watch it anyway. But he's always at 3%. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, you are 3%, 3% Zainal. That, that, is, that is true. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have not checked out very much this week. Uh, it's been a busy week for me. And for the foreseeable couple of weeks ahead. Uh, but I have been putting in the background and watching whenever I have some free time. I just put on past episodes of The Big Bang Theory. Oh. Uh, and I'm on like season four now. And I'm like, yeah, this show is actually really good. <laughs> but the problem that I have now is that, you know, you, you know how when you watch something for the first pass and you're like, okay, that's funny. When you watch it all the way from the beginning again, you start to pick up things. I'm like, oh man, that is so racially insensitive, oh, or, or okay, that okay, is then. that is something that That's... should never ever be said on TV. Oh, okay, okay. And you're like, whoa, because you know the whole Me Too movement happened. And also, this, how long how long ago was episode one? That, that was like... I think it was like 2008 or 2000. Yeah, and, yeah it was a some long stuff time don't ago. date well. Like if you watch, I I have a habit of watching like old Friends and old uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. I know, like, whoa, this will not pass today. It will not fly at all at today. Oh, um, community episodes. <laughs> like, there would be backlash. Oh, yeah. And uh, all their Twitter feeds would get scrutinized yep, from like 10 yep. years ago. Anyway, mm-hmm. so that's what we've been watching on the Micro <laughs> Podcast. I'm not sure what we're doing next week, but we will try to have an episode for you guys. Although we do have a big show that is happening this Friday on the 18th of October uh, at Peak performance Siren Bahad where we usually have our shows it's not our show we are being contracted by another company uh, and we're, we're working for them essentially but some of us will be performing Zainal TV and I'll be on stage as well uh, but we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast thanks so much for listening I'd like to thank my co-host TV and Zainal thanks for having uh, us yeah we'll see you on the next one bye <laughs>